Standoff, a podcast where we put abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what stand is, objectively in italics, the best. My name is Kingdom, and I use he, him pronouns. My name's Kat, and I use she, her pronouns. In moving through the bracket, we look at six criteria, A through E. You got it. Let's go. Appearance. What does this stand look like? Ability. What does the stand do? Versatility. How much can the stand do with the abilities it has? I need a sugar. <laughs> I'm waiting. Why am I like this every intro anymore? This intro is off the chain because I'm doing it. I, <laughs> I, I think there's something in the document because when I look away from the document now, I'll be able to understandability, how easy it is to get what the stand does. But when I'm looking at the fucking Google Doc, I just start laughing. I think it's an SCP. I think. We're in, we're like, I think our brains are registering the show as trauma. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take that clean. I'm looking at a 45 degree angle from my computer screen. Understandability. How easy it is to get what the stand does. Reference. The names of the stands are highly referential to mysticism, mythology, and music. And we look into those and if it's cool. And X Factor. Just how much we like the stand. We look at the stands in a vacuum right now. And that's, again, it's not talking about the user yet, but that might be later, soon, I don't know. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. We've been talking about this for weeks now. Probably about a month at this point. Whatever. Uh, we include spoilers up through, like, a lot of Part 8 and the, everything before it. Yeah, we spoil it all. Speaking of spoiling, can you spoil what our matchups for this episode are for our listeners? That was a good segue. Wow. Thanks. Our matchups are 20th Century Boy versus Clash, and then after we do that, then we take a break. <laughs> uh-huh. No, and then we talk about Catch the Rainbow versus Surface. I fucking love Lucky Charms, dude. Shut up. Okay. I feel like I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> you might be. Who could say? Um, let me tell you what 20th Century Boy looks like. He's <laughs> a boy. <laughs> He's a boy in the 20th century. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you ever seen Newsies? <laughs> uh, 20th century boy takes the appearance of a large hollow suit of armor that wraps around its user from their back. There's a headpiece with a face and two large antenna on it. Uh, it has two blue eyes and like blue lines coming up diagonally from the sides of the back of its head and through its antenna. And those lines end in like a three-fingered hand shape, which is a common motif for the stand. It has two large shoulder pads with two long branching straps coming down off of it. The straps branch into similar three-fingered hand shapes that wrap around the user and secure the stand to them. It also has a shell-like back with two similar straps. 20th Century Boy is light purple and blue. It's Can I like- be honest with you right now? Yeah. I kind of love it. Oh, it's fantastic. It's like bulky ass common rider armor it's great and like the way it like wraps the bracings around the user's arms and like the user kneels to use the ability which we'll get to but like when that happens like the head of the armor covers their head it's it's a cool look it's so neat can we give it an a i want to give it an a i gave it an a yeah hell yeah tell me what it does though it's that's also neat Mm mm-hmm 20th Century Boy has no attack, but is, like, the best defensive stand that we know of, probably, that I can think of at the moment. For sure. Uh, 
Uh, the user must be kneeling when activating the ability and cannot move once it's active. Once this is done, all energy and projectiles directed at the user are redirected away into the earth or, in, or into the sky. Just away. Additionally, 20th Century Boy protects its user from things like drowning. It's explained that this is because the straps act like grounding wires to yeah. like electricity. Yeah, for the ability overall, not for the prevent drowning part. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's really cool. I think this is also an A, right? Thank you. Yes. I like 20s. All right. We said we don't talk about the user yet. Magenta Magenta is a piece of shit. <laughs> and I don't like him. Part 7 yeah. Part seven cars sucks. Yeah. Is it, is it Magenta Magenta or Magenta Magenta? Magenta Magenta is a piece of shit. <laughs> but 20th Century Boy is fucking awesome. It's too good for him. It, it really, yeah, it is. I mean, it's fitting because it made him eat it super hard. Yeah, and it, literally, he died because he, his stand was too powerful for him. He didn't die. He can't die. He just stopped to think. Yeah, he just stopped thinking. Stopped thinking. <laughs> you know what like, I mean, though. His stand yeah. was too cool, and he didn't understand what he could fully do with it, so he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, sure. hmm? a good summary of what 20th Century Boy does is, you remember, you remember Armor Lock from Halo Reach? No. It's literally that. Nice. Except instead of kneeling, he punch you punch the ground and sit there first. Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at reference, and it says a rocky like tail reach. That must be it. Wow. <laughs> must be. Yes. Abilities in A. Versatility is in E. E. It does one thing. Hear me out. No. Sorry. Right. <laughs> no show. Go ahead. Go ahead. It not only stops you from being attacked, but it stops you from drowning, so presumably, like, any anything that could possibly harm you. So, like, if you were in the middle of a hurricane, you could use it and you'd be fine. Right. And stuff like that. Yeah, but... I think it deserves at least a D. It's all the same thing, though, right? It's all... This stand makes it so you don't get hurt in any yeah, way. Yeah, but it's so... It's so overarching and... and unstoppable in what it does i think it deserves at least a d just based on how many different things it protects you from uh, yeah fine yay fine this is this is your round i guess everything's going your fucking way yeah, you killed the world i did yeah with my and i fucking loved it it felt really <laughs> good uh understandabilities in a yes very simple yeah and the reference is the song 20th Century Boy by T-Rex. And from what I've heard, presumably, uh, you're a big fan. It's a good song. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely biased towards it because I really like the manga 20th Century Boys. And it's like a thing in that. And I like Naoki Urasawa. But the song itself is good. I like T-Rex. Hell yeah. I'd give it a C, personally. <laughs> nice. I give it an A. Wow. We have very different takes on a lot of references, huh? Yeah, we do, but that's what... I mean, if we agreed on everything, this show wouldn't exist. True. Yeah, you're right. And X-Factor's a B. X-Factor's an A for me. I love it. Nice. I, I like it. I'm a big fan. It's also got the... It's kind of got um, D4C ears. Yeah, it's got those antennas. But they're much thinner. But they still like vaguely remind me of D4C ears, which is rad. You're valid. Let's move on to Clash with you telling me what Clash looks like. Oh, wait, this is really, this is funny, because 
this is the clash a demon head and that's a scott pilgrim and t-rex has a song on the scott pilgrim soundtrack anyway (laughs) (laughs) clash is a mechanical shark (laughs) Uh i'm sorry Uh, clash is a mechanical shark with two eyes on its face is normal and with the big yellow third eye on its forehead it's woke Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why the reference is third eye blind. <laughs> <laughs> it varies in size from very large to very small, depending on how it uses its ability. It is meant to look like an extinct species of fish called an ostracoderm. Ostracoderm? Ostracoderm? Yeah, ostracoderm. That's right. Ostracoderm. Uh, in the manga, it is silver, and in the anime, it is bronze. In all adaptations, as normal eyes are red, and the third eye is yellow. The third eye got norded. I'm already <laughs> one third Xehanort. <laughs> I'm a third Xehanort. <laughs> as if. Uh, I. It do be a shark, though. It. Yeah. I think it's cool. Okay, you could think that. It's like, what's that game that came out recently that people Clash have been tweeting about? What? Clash of Clans. Maneater, I think it's called. What? The one where you play as a shark and you can, like, upgrade and get, like, electricity and lasers and shit. I don't know what this is, but I sound like I'm a fan. I saw some tweets about it. Clash is just one of the spec trees in Maneater, and I give it a B for appearance. A B? Yeah. All right. It, it, I'll give it a B. Because in a lot of in a lot of frames and panels of it, it looks like it's got a really sad like oh face, and I respect that and relate. It does. It doesn't like what it's doing, but it's a living, you know. Yeah, me too, man. I respect you, Clash. <laughs> Let me tell you what Clash does. Hates its job. It's yeah. It's a long distance stand that has to exist in liquid because it's a shark, but it can like warp from bodies of water to other bodies of water. And when it does, its body scales up to match, like, just be appropriate for the size of that body of liquid. So, like, if it pops into your soup, it's very tiny. But if it's in a river, it's big. It's a big. Or if it pops into the stream of tears down your face, it is very small. Yeah, that's something it's popped into. It also can pop into blood, wine, soup, and stuff like that. I imagine it could go raindrop to raindrop. Is this the hard counter to catch the rainbow that we'll be talking about next round? I hope so, because that would be badass. (laughs) You merge into the rain, and then a shark bites you in half. You step on the raindrop, and it chomps your leg off. Damn, I love the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So Clash can submerge within these bodies of water, even if they're only like a centimeter deep in reality. It can drag individuals it has gripped with its jaws down into the water and teleport them between bodies of water along with it. Um, Once they're, like, in the water, you don't really see their bodies, so we don't see if they scale or not, but assumedly so. Sure. And Clash can't teleport into or out of sealed containers, and it only seems to be able to hop, like, three meters max at a time. And when it's hurt, it jumps less quickly. As you do. If I was hurt, I would jump less quick, less quickly. Same. Hey, this is a pretty cool ability, though. It's neat. It, it, it like, zip-zaps between different bodies of water, and it chops like a shark. Yeah, zip-zoom. I think it's a B. I have big respect for, like, half of its ability just being a shark. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that the eye has nothing to do with its ability, though. It looks cool. True. I would a B. Thank you. I don't think versatility is a B, though. It kills people. 
it kills people. I think, like, we can't be like... Other than being... If you're an assassin, it'd be very, very useful. What if... No, because you could, like, just have water. Like, you can have cups of water all around your house. What if you... you Huh? What if... You have you have clash in your cup in your cup of water, uh-huh. and the guy you're trying to kill, you just splash water on him. Damn, woke. This wow, <laughs> clash so powerful. Yeah, I think versatility is a C because of the warping and because of the size changing. But besides that, it is just shark. It it would be higher if theoretical rain scene existed. Yeah, we have no way of knowing because yeah. like, would it be big? In all of the rain, or would it just be Ooh. very tiny? We don't know. Yeah. And uh, we just recorded the episode for Speed King. And for that, we theorized about it having more potential. But that's because, like, it still exists. Like, the story is ongoing. Right. But Clash's user is dead, and that was 20 years ago in real life. R.I.P. So, we're not getting any more Clash content, so we can just, like, think, like, maybe, but probably not. Yeah, certainly not. That brings us to understandability for class. I think it's a B? Why a B? I don't know. It could be an A. I, I, I think A is fine. I think the mechanics of dragging people into the small bodies of water is weird. You know what? That's very fair, actually. I always Thank just you. imagine it chomping, but yeah. So you'll come down to a B with me? Yeah, I'll do it. Thank you. The reference is the band The Clash. What do you think about The Clash? I like um like the first time we talked about it, my opinion hasn't really changed. I I vibe with them. They're not my favorite, but they've got some bops. They definitely exist. Have you considered <laughs> instead of Clash the Band, it is Clash Bandicoot? Do you know how fucking much effort it took me to not make that goddamn joke because it sucks? <laughs> it was really it's a easy bad for fucking me. Fucking joke. It was really easy for me. What what was the problem? <laughs> Taste standards? (laughs) The fact that the Japanese language has very little phonetic distinction between the R and L sounds. That has nothing to do with me. It's got nothing to do with me saying Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Alright, the Clash I don't like. Should I stay or should I go is okay. But the rest of them are boring. I give them a B. And I don't think they have any real ties to the ability as like... Because Talking Head has the... Because Clash and Talking Head fight with each other. Mm-hmm. Talking Head has the Speaking in Tongues album. Like, oh, cool. Speaking in Tongues it makes you lie. Clash doesn't really have that like but, comparison. But if you bite somebody, you're clashing with them. All right. Then name any stand the Clash. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they all fight. I mean, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm still... <laughs> I'm still not over that joke. It came up because I was typing the Clash band on... on in Google, and it tried to autocorrect to the Clash Bandicoot, <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. The Class Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot, has become awakened to class solidarity. The classless Bandicoot. Okay, he, f- he didn't pick what class he wanted to be in the character creator. Shut the. F- <laughs> Reference is a B. It's a D for Kingdom. X Factor is a C for me. <laughs> How'd you know it was a D? Because you said it fucking was. All right. X-Factor is a D for me. It's boring. Valid. And 20th Century Boy, while it's sinking to the bottom of the ocean to never think again, it just kind of bumps into Clash and I have an dies. Idea. I have an idea for an attack 20th Century Boy could do. Okay. You ever played that, that game Smash Brothers? 
I played Smash Brothers. You know Kirby's down B? Yeah. You just kneel midair and you just drop on someone. That's what I'm saying, except <laughs> under the water. Why don't you listen to the things I say? I don't say? listen to anything. My brain doesn't work. So yeah, Clash and Talking Heads both out within two rounds of each other as fate would have it. They died together. And that brings us to our second matchup for this one. It's Catch the Rainbow from Lucky Charms versus Surface. Is that is that a Skittles a, thing or a Lucky Charms? Skittles is Taste the Rainbow. Right, but I feel like there's like a Catch the Rainbow, Taste the Rainbow. I think Lucky Charms is Follow the Rainbow. Damn, you right. Let me tell you what Catch the Rainbow looks like. Tell me about something. It's a hockey mask <laughs> that the user puts on his face. It has a big ol' protruding brow ridge that makes it look very upset. Me too. I would also be upset if I had that big of a brow ridge. Yeah, me too. (laughs) No. Uh, There's no nose on the mask. In place of a mouth, it has five tall vertical slits with dots just above each, like a hockey mask has, but also like exclamation points, except upside down. They're the the beginning sentence ones that they have in Spanish and probably other languages that I'm not familiar with. I wouldn't know. Is it five or is it four? This is bothering me now because I thought it was four. The wiki said five, and I didn't count from it. It is five, but fan art led me astray. Continue. Damn, fake fan. It has three colorful stripes stretching from its left eye down across its right cheek. No, it's four. Wait, Iraqi. (laughs) Iraqi changed it. It's four sometimes and it's five other times. This dance sucks. I'm sorry. You're good. Um, but yeah, the color stripes are stacked blue, green, red from top to bottom. And besides the stripes, the stand is overall white. And that is what it looks like. Are you a fan? I think I think it's okay. Because I'll tell you right now, I love it. Really? I love it. I think it's very plain. I think it's super fucking cool that it's just the mask and the design of the mask is neat as hell. Okay, yeah, I mean, it does have a rainbow kind of on it. Catch the Rainbow is one of my favorite sands in Part 7. Blackmore is always celebrating pride. Blackmore's cool as hell. Blackmore's he's pretty cool. He's so cool. He's a weird dude. That's why he's cool. This is also the arc that Johnny has a hoodie. Yeah, because it's raining. Yeah, it was weird. It's, it's his rain hoodie. It just caught me off guard. Valid. I take it you gave it an A? Yes. I gave it a C because I think it's plain. Can we split the difference at a B? Fine. Thank you. Let, let it be known that I was right. <laughs> no. Okay. I simply won't. Tell me what Catch the Rainbow does. I have... Oh, wait, the wiki list that? List what? Uh, okay, well, I'll, I'll talk about it once, once I get through it. Catch the Rainbow is a stand that allows its user to manipulate rain. It has the ability to stop and suspend raindrops in the air, which, the, which it... Which its users can then use to step on and move through the air, or use it to reflect projectiles. This ability allows the user to reach high altitudes, and they can either stop a select this. They can either stop a select few raindrops or large swaths of rain. If someone who is not the stand user tries to move through the suspended drops, they will be sliced and torn by. Quote from the wiki: The user is able to meld with the rain. They can. 
Let the raindrops fall through them and create holes in their body, with the disappearing body parts materializing from the same raindrops at a distance from the body. My brain stopped working halfway. Th- You're good. With the disappearing body parts materializing from the same raindrops at a distance from the body and remain functional despite the separation. For instance, they can project his mouth at a distance and talk to someone. Additionally, they can entirely fuse with the rain, becoming intangible and being able to travel large distances through the rain rapidly. Fucking zooms right through it. Zoom! Shout out to that one, uh, I think it was a TikTok, of the the kid with the really funny looking smirk in the sunglasses <laughs> pulling the pants off someone else and going zoom. <laughs> it's extremely specific, but it's what maybe th- think of. Okay. The user can... See, this is me. You make, like, movie references, and I refer to extremely specific (laughs) internet stuff. That's because I want to appeal to a general audience. I want to appeal to that one person that gets it. Okay. And I I want them to pop off. (laughs) Uh, The user can also use rain to plug up wounds and stop bleeding temporarily. Yeah, so what was the thing that you're popping off that the wiki had? It didn't have... I misunderstood the first sentence. In my opinion... See, okay. The biggest downside of Catch the Rainbow that people list is if it's not raining, it's garbage. It doesn't do anything. Right, because it needs the rain to work. In my opinion, it's not a coincidence that when the stand showed up, it was raining. You think it can generate rain? Yes. Okay. That is my... It is unconfirmed, but that's my headcanon. I was going to say, you can't let your headcanon affect your score. I know. But that's that, interesting. The thing is, I think in physical combat, in the rain, Catch the Rainbow is the strongest. Oh? Yeah, kind eh, Is it? It's pretty crazy. I, d- I, think, I think the infinite spin could beat it. <laughs> but can it hit it if it could just dissolve into the rain? And it could hit the rain and dissolve all the rain. It can one punch, man. Here's the deal. Protagonist, some protagonist stands could beat it. I would That's say fair. Star Platinum the World could beat it. The World could beat it. All right. Um, Gold Experience Requiem and Tusk Act 4 could all beat it. That's like saying, can it beat Goku? <laughs> <laughs> well, it could probably beat Goku. It can't beat Goku. <laughs> I stand by it being one of the strongest stands in the rain. I, I, I can agree with that, because it can be invincible, it can like do weird teleporty stuff. It can stop the rain in front of you, and then you get sli- sliced up. Exactly. Because that rain's real sharp. It sure is. What do you give it for ability? A. I also gave it an A. This episode's neat. It has two of my favorite Part 7 stands. Oh? Where did you did? Cat. Oh, 20th Century Boy, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Cat forgot. <laughs> that should be the new meme. <laughs> Cat forgot. I mean, I forget more than you, I think. I mean, I forget things, like, as we're recording them as evidenced here. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> Me too, though. Valid. I mean, I have I have multiple medications to cause that. I don't know what your excuse is. I, my excuse is I stopped taking my medication. Poggers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> versatility. <laughs> Okay. Versatility is a D because it requires rain. It's really good, but it does require rain. And we don't know if it can make rain we, happen. Yeah. We're going off the presumption that everybody else makes that it can't make rain. And in that case, it doesn't rain too often, generally. I mean, there's certain places that it rains a lot, but dude runs right. across America, so <laughs> a lot of places. America's big. 
Yeah, it sure fucking is. Um, I think understandability is a D. Why do you say that? Because he fucking astral projects his goddamn mouth through the rain and has a fucking conversation with it. What if he just is part of the rain? He is one with rain. He's Chalk, the rain god. Yeah, but like... Did anyone get that? It was, it was, a, it was a smite reference. All right. Yeah, but like... <laughs> it doesn't... It doesn't... Uh, so, he, no. So, when he molds himself... For, when he... Bleh, when he, like, melds fully into the rain, he's impermeable. He's intangible. He can't... Yeah. He's all together, right? Mm-hmm. So then, how do you make just your mouth be solid somewhere else? That's fair. Fine. I... I'll, I'll I'll give it to you. Thank you. A reference is Catch the Rainbow by Rainbow, the song and the album. You don't like it. I didn't like it. No, I, I gave it a D. I would have given it an E, but Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra has a cover of it. And I don't know what those words mean, but I like it. <laughs> okay, what do you give it? I give it a B. Okay. Yeah, it just, like, bounces right off my ears. It's not the kind of music I enjoy. It's chill. I actually, very, I, for what it is, for, like, the genre and the time period that it's from, I like it a lot more than everything else, like, around it. So, Thanks. it stands out. And that take for me goes for both the song and the album, or what I listened to of it, because it's from a two-hour and 40-minute-long album. Which I didn't listen to the album, I just listened to the song. <laughs> that's um, a lot. That's... Yeah. Your your album shouldn't be longer than a movie. Unless yeah. you're um Pink Floyd, where your album is a movie. I'm here to say perfect mm-hmm. album length, thirty to forty five minutes. Forty to fifty minutes. Valid. Um I give it a C for X Factor. It's cool, but it's one of the part seven stands that I always forget about. I'm gonna give it an A for X Factor because it's really cool and it's one of the part seven stands that I always remember up there with Mandom. Valid. Like I remember Wrecking Ball before I remember Catch the Rainbow, and Wrecking what? Ball is not a stand. What the fuck is Wrecking Ball? <laughs> Wrecking Ball is Wekapipo's thing where he Th- throws that give it a his, name. I don't remember the name. Where for he it. throws a steel ball and it gives you left side atraxia. Left side atraxia sounds like an, a Binding of Isaac item. <laughs> it probably is. That wouldn't fucking surprise me. I tried playing that again last week, and I couldn't. It's gross. I don't like it anymore. Fair. Let's talk about Surface. Wait, wait. Before we drop Catch the Rainbow, I, I have a little thought for you. Think about okay. this. Blackmore with Catch the Rainbow as a as a character in the Batman universe. He would be a very good Batman villain. That would be so sick, because it always rains in Gotham. You're fucking right. <laughs> That'd be sick as hell. Let's talk about Surface. All right, sure. Can you tell me what it looks like? It's a doll. Uh, it's a Manny Quinn. <laughs> Manny Quinn. <laughs> Surface appears as a human-sized wooden artist mannequin with multiple screws sticking out of its dangle noggin. Mm-hmm. When the ability is active, it takes the appearance of another individual exactly, save for the screw on its forehead. It is comprised of light brown wood when not transformed in all media. That's it. It's a, it's a, one of those posing mannequins for artists, but it's yeah. really big. <laughs> it's kind of scary when you think about it. Like if you, it's the kind of thing that if you just look at, it, you're like, oh, that's dumb. But if you like sit there and look at it for a while, it gets kind of spooky. Yeah, the user of it just keeps it in his fucking school locker. Just opens we're it. Gonna, <laughs> we're also gonna keep it. I don't know. That's scary. Yeah. 
What if sure. it was transformed into somebody and he opened up his locker and people were like, hey. There's a dude in your locker. No, because they wouldn't see it because it's a stand. Can? No, non-stand users can see surface because it's a stand that's bound to a physical object. Dumb. Never mind. The stand gets a D for dumb. <laughs> I think it gets a D for appearance. It's just. No, I, you, no, 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 no. Not for appearance. It gets a D overall. <laughs> I'm sorry. I understand the joke you're making, and I chose to sandbag it. Why do you do that? Because <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, what am I supposed to say to that? I'm sorry, I'm bad at comedy. No, you're good. Sandbagging's funny, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a D for appearance sound good for you? Yeah. Great, let me tell you what it does. It would be a cooler appearance if it was uh, Z's design that Z put into the Discord. Shout out. Well, that's when it's transformed, and yeah, that's very yeah. scary. But yeah, so, Surface's ability, what the fuck is its show-off is its dub name, which I hate. Yeah, which is the worst. Yeah. It would be cool if it was, like, Standoff. <laughs> <laughs> or Face-Off. No, Standoff would be better. Yeah, and Face-Off would be cribbing George Joestar's bit. Face-Off would be Nick Cage and, I don't remember the other guy's name. John Travolta. Anti-shout-out to Scientology. You want to know a fun fact about that movie? Yeah, what's the fun fact? Um, so, Nick Cage and John Travolta apparently hate each other. Good. Like, a lot. So, the entire movie, because the movie's based around, if you don't know, Standoff, they're supposed to be acting as the other person. <laughs> So they're trying to be as annoying and over-the-top as possible because they're trying to make fun of each other in real life. Yeah, you did say standoff. Okay, whatever. That's what standoff is, too. We're trying to be as annoying to each other as possible. <laughs> yeah. God, that's fucking good. But yeah, let me tell you what face-off does. Okay. Service's ability, as mentioned, allows it to perfectly copy the appearance of an individual. It also copies their voice, mannerisms, and even fingerprints, according to the wiki. Because Josuke just has his fingerprints memorized, I guess. Who doesn't? Fuck you. <laughs> Did you know Face Off was directed by John Woo? Once the- <sighs> I didn't. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. I appreciate you and what you bring to this podcast. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. I mean You want to get my squeaky chair out of this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate your squeaky chair and what it brings to the podcast. <laughs> Me too. Once this transformation is complete, it persists regardless of where the stand is in reference to the copied individual, because Surface has to stand in front of somebody and face them to transform into them. Hence the name Face On You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, you're good. That was really funny. That silence was laughter, actually, this time. Um, since the screw on its forehead is the only way of telling Surface apart from the original person... And, yeah, since the stand is possessing a large wooden mannequin, damage to it doesn't hurt its user. And finally, when Surface is imitating somebody and stands right in front of them, they can force the individual that they are mimicking to imitate its movements exactly. It's a mannequin that replaces you. A mannequin that replaces you and can control your body if you see it. It's kind of scary. It's, a it's, it's like a very light version of, like, the whole doppelganger lore. Right. Which doppelganger lore is kind of interesting. It's spooky scary. I don't know the lore. Uh, from what I know, you have a doppelganger and it's a ghost. And it's around the it's around the world. And if you ever meet each other, you die. That's fucked up. What if I'm the ghost? You could be. So, like, if you ever if you ever happen to, like, just randomly see someone that looks exactly like you, you just die. 
fucked up. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that the HRT breaks that, right? Or is my doppelganger trans too? Are you, I'm insulted. You think otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Shut up. No, I'll just say that. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking call the down with cis bus. Come to your house. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah! Shout out to my trans doppelganger. Um, I think the ability is like a C or a B. Yeah. Sure, I give it a C. Same. I wouldn't give it a B. Is generous. C is fine. I agree. It's basic and versatility is also like a C, just because it can be anyone, and it also does the thing where it makes can make you mimic it. But besides yeah. that, it's really a one-trick pony. Understandability, I think, is an A. Yeah, it man, it can look like you. That's fine. Yeah. And control you like that's just stand logic, right? Like, yeah, control like puppets. It makes sense. Yeah. And the reference is the US band Surface. Pretty good. Do you like it? I do. Yeah. I don't know how I would describe the genre, but but if you kicked up the BPM, it would be like Backstreet Boys. That's a take. Okay. Um the, the lyrics are very like they aren't boy band lyrics, but they're very similar in theme, I would okay. say. I like, yeah, no, I like Service a lot. I enjoy listening to them. The songs made me happy. I vibed. I'm surprised you, I came away with from it with, like, nothing, so I gave it a C. Okay, I gave them a B. Sure. Yeah, I know, like, yeah, it just feels, like, poppy. I don't like pop, though. Fair. Fucking hipster piece of shit. Of course. If it's popular, Fucking it's bad. swoopy bangs ass motherfucker. I don't know what swoopy bangs means. It's when you make your bangs cover your eye. Oh, that's me. Yeah, I'm talking because about my hair's, you. I'm because calling, my hair is too long. I'm calling really you annoying. a swoopy bangs motherfucker. Fuck, no. This is now a call out post. <laughs> and X Factor's a D. It's fine. It sucks. Catch the Rainbow wins. Yeah, Catch the Rainbow can summon rain now, and it drowns surface. It, it, it puts rain all around surface, and then it freezes all that rain, and it grabs <laughs> surface by the arms, and it swings them in circles around itself, and it slices them all up, and he dies. Why didn't Blackmore just do that? Because <laughs> Blackmore is too pretty to be edgy. You're fucking right. Look at his hair. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Catch the rainbow wins. 20th century boy wins. Next time. Talking about some fun ones. Not, we're talking about... A cup, maybe a fun one. Well, definitely a fun one. The first matchup is uh. The first matchup is Love Deluxe versus Stone Free. They're basically the same stand if you really think about it. Arguably the same stand. <laughs> Certainly not. And the second matchup is Magician's Red versus Manhattan Transfer, previously featured on the show in a joke about drone strikes. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said that. Or did I you say it. that? I you're, definitely you're the one said who called that. it Obama stand. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry, Barack. I'm sorry, <laughs> Michelle. You did. You did do those things, though. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's the end of the episode. You can. Can you plug our Patreon this time? Uh, if I remember the link, is it Patreon.com/standoffpodcast? Nope. All right, then it's Patreon.com/standoffpod. Yep. Wow. Uh, one dollar a month, you get a bonus episode of just whatever we're doing. Just whatever we mm-hmm. make it like it's basically another podcast episode, but it's not about jo- it's not about JoJo's generally. And five dollars a month, you get that, and you get more JoJo content, which is us recapping George Joestar. 
chapter by chapter. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's it's, li- it's, it's living a nightmare. It's fantastic. This mm-hmm. month we're talking about chapter five, The Box, and apparently there's a lot of fucked up content warnings for it, so we'll get there. Is there? We haven't read it yet. Yeah, Z, Z, Z warned us. I'm very concerned now, because there's already been stuff that I haven't been warned about. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared. The same. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. We'll get there. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Tachyon Kingdom, T-A-C-H-Y-O-N Kingdom. You can find Kat on Twitter at Real Katsune Miku with a K instead of an A, like Hatsune Miku. A? <laughs> K instead of an M, like Hatsune Miku. Or instead of an H. It's like, I'm trying my best. It's like Real Hatsune Miku, but with the K instead of an H. That's what you say. Mm-hmm. That's the brand. Um, Nice Wizard Music did the music. is really good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. we Is that it? Is that all we plugged? That's it, yeah. Um, You Sick. can email us at standoffpod at gmail.com if you want. That's like a 50% of the time we plug it. We will read it. We probably will not reply. Yeah, because sometimes you just read a thing and you're like, wow, thanks. And then you can't... A lot of the time it's mostly just like not being able to think of a way to reply to something. But we definitely read it and we appreciate it. Exactly. And yeah, that is the end of our episode of Standoff, the podcast that we make. So thank you for listening. And as always, this is the last episode of Standoff. As always, <laughs> as always, this is the last episode of Standoff until we prove that wrong. And yeah, until next time, stand, stand proud. proud.